0: Welcome to Every y'all Member with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansoor and I'm joined as always by my sporty, fun, handsome, charismatic, carefree co-host
1: Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. I wish I was sporty and carefree, but...
0: Ah, well, you know, one One out of three ain't bad. (laughs) One day. (laughs) This is every album of the
1: podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one
0: artist at a time. That's a whole new discography per episode. And today we'll be discussing every album by... Shiner. Shiner! This is requested on Patreon by our good buddy Cole. Cole has been with us for a while now.
1: Yes, requested two previous episodes. One. One, sorry. He...
0: First requested uh unwound way back. Yes. And uh that put him on my good side.
1: <laughs> yes. And uh he uh he has a very cool baseball channel Ooh. called No More Fielders, if you're into baseball. Lots of cool factoids and uh tidbits over there. If, I, good. No. I I enjoyed it. Thought it was entertaining. Uh you like baseball though, right? I I consider myself a fair weather fan.
0: Okay. All right. Fair but I like, I like it. At least you're honest. At least you're honest.
1: Yeah. yeah i like it i hate it Uh, and if i liked it i'd watch his his channel yes and if i could use a a baseball term uh he he tried to bat 100 with requests i thought it was a thousand no it's confusing it's per it's pronounced 100 but it's pronounced hold on i don't hold on buddy i don't i don't make these (laughs) rules easy there buddy hold on i don't make these rules this is the way it is. It's just the way it is. I am so confused, but it's okay. It's okay because it, like it, 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 it looks like one thousand, or it's it looks like a thousand, but it's not. Or it looks like one point percent, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, try to bat one hundred, and uh unfortunately for me, he's only going 50-50. I knew it from the start. You weren't gonna <laughs> like this band. I've
0: never heard them. This is my first time hearing them. Same within two albums. One and a half albums. I was like, Alex isn't gonna like this band. By the end, I was like, Oh, Alex hates this band. I bet I don't hate them. You don't hate them, but you're definitely not going back.
1: I I may listen to a few songs on whatever playlists we listen, whatever playlists we make.
0: Which there is a playlist. There's a Spotify link in the description. Check that out. Yes, 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 yes. And that's I, that's better than I can say for a lot of bands. So. It is. I I like the band a lot. Nice. I like the band. Like a lot. Oh, I shit. I don't love the I don't like lo- I can, they're not like my favorite thing ever. But the stuff that I that I I like, I like um really basically the stuff that I that I like, I'm so surprised that I like. Mm-hmm. Because uh, on paper I would hate it. And even describing it, I'm like, I don't this isn't
1: my thing. I don't even like this thing. Yeah. But when I hear it, god damn it, do I fucking love it? On paper there's a lot of stuff I like here, but um sometimes sometimes the vocals get i not even in an annoying way i you
0: took the words out i was gonna say the reason alex doesn't like his band is because of the handsome guy vocals
1: yeah handsome guy vocals are not great in general i I think across the board i hate that style they go from like kurt cobain like to rock radio
0: that's exactly what it is and but kurt cobain is probably um it's a fair comparison, but I lean Only? way more toward, and this was validated by some of our notes here. Mm. Failure. Yeah. This is what mm. I, like, I know you don't like failure. I that's, I that's probably another reason. Yeah. Failure is a band that I, I deeply, deeply respect. And I am like a huge fan of one of their albums, which I won't say which in case we cover them. Uh, this band feels like if, if failure was phenomenal. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> because Whoa. they have like the stylings of it, but they're just, so sharp and they're so tight oh these guys can play oh they are fucking incredible and even the riffs are like man this that's a really interesting unusual riff i like that riff i wasn't i wasn't expecting that riff We're a failure i'm like i i kind of saw that coming even if even if i like the way they do it uh i think it's a very good band but um by the end they're a different band for
1: sure for sure
0: it's like uh I thought we were just in store for pure post-hardcore across the board. But by the end, like, this is not even close to post-hardcore. This is a whole new thing. And if you, if you try if you go in hoping for more of the early stuff, you're going to hate it. And I had it, like, in the middle of the listen of, like, the some of the later stuff. I'm like, all right, it's not that bad anymore. I got to get out of that. Got to get out of that. Got to mm-hmm. come in fresh. And I liked it a lot more after doing that.
1: Yeah. I'll, I have my feelings as they uh, grow and do different albums throughout the years yes yes uh,
0: but we got some notes here from our history man tom Osman. make sure you follow him on all the social medias uh, you can find a link to all that in the description um tom compiled uh, an interview from 2021 and that's pretty much it uh, with uh with alan uh, epley the singer mm-hmm. and guitarist main member because uh, there's not really much here um the
1: pretty bare bones wiki too so
0: the wiki is e- pretty empty yeah uh is there even any well they have pages for all the albums except for the last one mm-hmm. but uh and even like the discogs it's not like super jam-packed it just has like the, the the basics so we don't have a whole lot of lore not like our television episode where we talked for 40 minutes before <laughs> even going to the first album i want to take a quick second to interrupt us talking about shiner because our history guy tom osmond actually reached out to singer guitarist alan epley for an interview and got a response Unfortunately, we didn't get the answers before recording this episode. So right now, the entire interview is posted on our Patreon, patreon.com slash every album ever. Patrons get first access to that. Um, but at some point down the line, Tom will post it to his Substack, stack, tomosman.substack.com. So please be sure to follow him there. Right now, he already has the full interviews with Alan Segura of Martin DuPont, as well as Nathan Liley of Call Me Lighting posted on there, which uh, we discussed on the pod. There's a lot of unanswered questions in this episode because there's not a lot of info on this band but most if not all of those questions are actually answered in the interview so go ahead and check it out there also alan epley wanted to plug the first four shiner records are being re-released on vinyl uh next year 2023 uh in addition to the first record splay being remixed by paul malinowski so that should be fun look forward to that and uh yeah let's get back to the show uh oh you dropped your phone on. <laughs>
1: I did drop my phone.
0: It just keeps happening. It's, it's that it, fucking cord. It's so heavy.
1: Yeah. It's it's weird. I don't want... I guess I'll put it face down because I don't want the camera to pick up on it. All oh, right, right, And right, then... Right. So face down on the table here. There we go. There Boom. We go.
0: Shiner, goddamn. So post-hardcore, like we said, um, they started out, what, 92? Yeah, they started out 92. 92? Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City. And uh, like we said, started out post-hardcore, evolved, uh, and i i, I want to say that like if you just tune out the vocals this is hard not to like for most people like I feel like the only thing that is up for debate is the vocals yeah he's not even a, he's not, he's a good singer he's he has like a legitimately good singing voice yes. it's the style of it it's always just the handsome guy style
1: i think of thrice and i, I we all know how much i fucking hate them a hundred percent what you said um i'll take i'll take this guy's vocals over thrice i'll so. take
0: anything over thrice. that was one of the worst of the worst <laughs> Sorry.
1: um yeah um i would say the main the main guy alan epley vocals guitar yeah he's like the core member he's the main dude and then i would say the second most important guy paul manowitz uh Ma- Malinowski. Ma- ah.
0: Yeah, that dude is a, his right hand man. He's been there since '95, uh, and then, since, which is before the first album.
1: Yeah, and then a, around the Starless album, we get a, a solid lineup rounded out by uh, Jason Gerkin on drums and uh, Josh Newton, second guitar. Yeah, yeah, those so, are the dudes. Uh,
0: yeah, and they broke up sort of um uh what what the hell year was that that was like 2001ish 2002ish yeah
1: yeah around there and then they're back and they're back though dude yeah and then they came back and then were derailed by covid so um but they're back again good they are back they have two dates right now uh, this is
0: going to be super duper irrelevant when this comes out. It's, I mean, December third and fourth in uh, Kansas City and Minneapolis. Keeping it local. Keeping it lo- exactly. I'm sure they'll ha- they'll have more, but the fact the the point is they're back.
1: Because uh, yes, I you know, I'm not a big fan, but I would love for these dudes to make their their money and whatever. And I'm sure there were a lot of fans who were stoked for it and didn't get to see it. So uh, yeah, it's a. I I hope everyone who wants to see them gets to see them. Look at time. that, live and let live. Look at all that. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing them at all, though. They're I think
0: they're quite nice. But uh, so how do they start? I mean, there's, there's not that uh, that there's not that much other than that they used to go by Orchid.
1: Yeah, and they kind of got off to like uh, a fast start pretty quickly. Um, Epley would cite Slint. Hell yeah. Which we've done, Melvin's, which, which you've we've done. done... Jesus Lizard, which we've done. But not Failure. Not Failure. Swerve, uh, nor I, nor Swerve Driver. Yes, as as well as Zeppelin. But yeah. uh, those are some pretty good influences. If I was answering uh, an ad for a drummer and someone listed all those oh, bands... Yeah, I immediately would, sold. Let's do this. Yeah. 100%. Um, so I guess he's been asked, or maybe
0: not been asked a lot, but there was like some there's going to be the obvious comparison of like the seattle grunge scene um yeah and uh i mean it, it, i mean it's not super unfounded you could even hear the influence in his voice for sure but uh He's, he was he was later on this is later on even though it wasn't that much later on it still it might as well be a whole generation later on he seems to be pretty
1: grounded by what he said because i know there were a lot of musicians who were like Kind of in denial about it, or tried to recapture that magic, mm. and uh seems like this guy kind of just accepted the writing on the wall
0: hundred percent the quote from Epley he says uh maybe they maybe but they um in in terms of uh, did they feel a kinship to these bands He said, maybe but they were like rock stars to us at that point by the time we were really touring. It's scene had gentrified into a caricature of what it was, I think, in the late 80s and early 90s. Kirk Green had died before we even released our first record, 95, for instance. Um, and like, he's saying that you're around like, uh, Kansas City area, they, just like most places, you had the a reps trying to re, you know, mm-hmm. recreate, like, trying to find the next Nirvana, uh, that you know everyone that got picked up was dropped yes. eventually. Uh, but they weren't one of those bands. They were, they were ignored by them, too. Mm-hmm. And that's
1: a damn shame. But then they had a couple singles in 93 and 4. And then, yeah, that would, that would get them on tours with Sunny Day Real Estate. Mm, I didn't know that. Jesus Lizard and Girls Against Boys, among others. So. But we might as well jump into the first album, um, if you're ready. I am slightly ready. Slightly ready. You
0: can go ahead and take your time because I, they have all together at the time of this recording five albums. First one came out in 1996. Most recent 2020. Oh boy, the year of doom and gloom. But uh, maybe there'll be more. Maybe there'll be more. Maybe there'll be more. So here it is. Here's the first album. This is 1996's Splay. Um.
1: Great drum drum playing.
0: And if you start out a song, the first song in the first album in 5-8, you know you're dealing with a post-hardcore
2: band.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: this is so
1: 90s post-hardcore. It's it insane. Is. It is. If you are a fan of of this sound, <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: medications, ferret, unwound, all that shit. Yeah, uh, this this might be up your alley. Yeah. I want that chorus to hit though. It feels so fucking big. That bass, dude. The bass always feels so damn good
1: on every album. Dude. Yeah. This album was done at uh, Steve L.B.'s studio. Electric Audio,
0: recorded and mixed by Bob Weston of Shellac. I love this. I fucking love that song. It's a great section because it's so, uh, I don't know, kooky and and noisy and and spastic compared to like, you know, the fairly, uh, what's the word, unsurprising? Mm -hmm. First half of it? I don't know. It gets gets, uh, wild. Um, I knew I didn't have anything to worry about hearing this album, but I don't. This isn't like one of my favorites or anything.
1: Yeah, I for me is this this okay? Um,
0: I think it's a fine album. I, I, I even though it is produced by Bob Weston, and, and normally I like him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think this is their their worst sounding album, and it doesn't sound bad. Uh, but those something really lacking in crunch and power behind those guitars. Specifically, Mm -hmm. like everything else, sounds pretty good, but it sounds even I don't know. It's like it's almost really good, and it's just like something just slightly off about it. It Just the the big parts don't feel quite as big. The only thing that really feels powerful is the bass.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. Um, cause yeah, for me, I like I pointed out the drumming, and then you get to like complain, and I was like, man, this this motherfucker Tim Dow at the time he can play dude that that song revolves around that that drum hook yeah it's fucking great yeah and it's always cool to hear songs written around drum parts
0: there's a lot of stuff like that in this band where uh, uh I, I almost want to say the drum it's when drummers are too good which is a stupid thing to mm-hmm. say but um, I, I worked with a drummer who's like that and I, I think of a lot of really good drummers who like that where they're so fucking good that when they write their their drum lines or their drum parts or whatever, they they they'll do all this crazy complicated shit, but they'll have it memorized. So they'll do yeah. the same crazy complicated shit every single time, and it's incredible. But what it does, what it what it doesn't have, is is the hookness to it or the mm. hookiness to it. They're not playing in the pocket, or 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 they or it will be such a, a variable beat that a, a standard person will just hear it as the drummer is constantly doing something different. Mm-hmm. Where uh, you get something weird reference, but you know the reference. That one album by the National. <laughs> oh yeah, the the dr- say what you will about about the National, but okay. that and that particular album, would you whose name you'll probably see on the screen right now because I forgot it at the moment. Yeah, the drum the drum hooks are simple, but they're so catchy. So you just end up remem- remembering the drum lines.
1: I yeah, I remember texting Mike about that. I was just like. The guys in Idols really like this national. I like
0: the album a lot,
1: actually. I yeah, do yeah, like I, the album quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's a different conversation.
0: That's what but. I mean. Like, sometimes, even if you're amazing, you can alienate people. Mm-hmm. I like it, but there there's some moments I think, on like a, another album of Shiner's where I'm like, damn, he, that's a great line, but he's doing too much. Mm-hmm. I like that he's doing too much. I enjoy it. But I think in terms of overall catchiness, you could probably do less. Yes. A weird critique. Uh, and not one I really want them to change, but just something I noticed.
1: Yeah. A lot of this album, it, this kind of, I don't want to say it's the same song over and over again, but it does kind of run together. Sure. Yeah. I
0: could say the same with a lot of post hardcore. Um, and that's how I feel. I mean, I love post hardcore and I, even I feel that way where mm-hmm. it's mostly like the different variations of the same kind of song. And that's what, uh, another thing with complicated structures or, or riffs or something like, even at a certain point, the lack of structure becomes a kind of structure Mm -hmm. like, Oh, every song is going to have this lack of structure. So then you can predict that
1: you can find comfort. And yeah, yeah. so that's, that's kind of what this, what this does. Um, I do like fetch a switch. Yeah. Um, the
0: first thing to kind of go full clean, slow it down.
1: Yeah. And it's really interesting. The, the guitars kind of remind me of Caius a bit, but I would say overall it's, more in like the slint slint song yes. for sure. It yes. is super slinty, but yeah, it's like this weird hybrid of like Caius and Slint for me.
0: It is the mo- one of the most dynamic tracks here by far. Uh, I love it. I fucking love it. It's uh, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. With the favorite on favorite
1: songs in the album. Slipknot kind of seems like a uh, missed opportunity for me because um, it's an okay song, but boy, oh boy, did I really enjoy more towards the end, going into the outro. It gets big and heavy, and uh, I was thinking about what you said about the production, like, oh, man, like, it could have, like, really, like, punched you in the face.
0: I think the song is rad as shit, although the, it does highlight how much I don't care for these, you know, failure kind of vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly just the choices. Like, again, he sounds fine, but it's, it's a... With, with with bands like this, it's like either you do the, the noisy, squeaky voice, screamy route, or you try to sing it. And like I respect both, and I really respect trying to sing it because it's mm. it's hard to do, and I've tried it and I've fucking failed at it. But uh, I just don't I just don't like the, the choices so much. Um the same it's just, I mean the same way I feel about failure for the most part, but uh, the parts that hit because this is I mean they're a pretty hard-hitting band overall. Yeah. Not just slipknot, but fucking martyr. God, oh yeah,
1: damn martyr has some good riffs on it.
0: Hell yeah. I mean the real real jeez lizard-esque yes. dissonant ringy arpeggios.
1: Yeah, you can hear the uh the slint and lizard influence for sure. <laughs> the Jesus <geezer> lizard. <laughs> I, like some, I like that so much more. I like slurred <laughs> through that for some reason. Uh
0: the only song I don't care for is released. Um it i think it has some some really good moments as it goes on and I, I do like the loud quiet loud dynamic to it but um the big main sections don't do so much for me and, and at this point i'm I'm the, the vocals are wearing on me and it, it's pretty long track mm-hmm.
1: yeah it was uh by the end of this i was just like okay i'm not really excited uh this could go south though <laughs> I, I, I didn't think it was gonna go sell. I mean, I, I like the closers a lot. You're that confident in it.
0: I, it just it just felt like ah, oh, no, these there's more of these guys. Like, uh because even though this is pretty standard post-hardcore, uh it just seemed like they hadn't found their personality yet. I was like, they're gonna find their personality, it's gonna be different, it's gonna be better. Mm-hmm. I just I just knew it. Yeah. And I, I think this is a fine album. I, I like um Pearl. I think it's a really great, hard-hitting closer. Uh yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it just fine. I enjoyed it better on, on multiple listens. <clears throat> it's so, a good driving album, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. There are, there are worse debut albums. 100%. Many of which we've talked about.
0: We've talked about two goddamn many. <laughs> but this ain't one of them. Hell yeah. But we got a few more. So, also, last little uh, Easter, not Easter egg, trivia. This album was released on fucking January 1st. <laughs>
1: I dig it. I dig it. It's probably not great for sales, but I dig it.
0: It's bold. Our history guy is like what kind of psychos released their albums on the first of January? Gen- it's yeah. it's pretty weird. Yeah, uh, I do like it too. I do like the idea. It's like a uh, the same way I f- like how uh, New Year's Eve is just as crazy of a day to release an album as New Year's Day. Sure. Yeah, it's just for for like almost. The same reason basically
1: yeah do something different uh year endless may not remember you but nope. god damn i think it, it leaves an impression
0: unless you're us and we have to take note of every single album that came out yeah we're <laughs> we psychos
1: and want to be as thorough as possible yeah
0: all right alex it's that time again oh yeah ball talk support for every album ever is brought to you by manscape the best in men's below the waist grooming Because their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. So join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer as 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code EAE at manscaped.com. Life has changed. I have been a user of Manscaped for many years. I am never going back. And I guess what? I've been single for all the years that I've been using Manscaped for the most part. It doesn't
1: matter. You do it for yourself and you do it for your country. That's right i'm a new user and i i don't think i'm ever gonna go back to not using deodorant on my balls you got it life-changing all right it, in this package you'll find the lawnmower
0: 4.0 trimmer i still got my fucking guard up there Ooh, yikes <laughs> Everything
1: at at you know this man is using the product i use it, it a lot <laughs> Not out here selling you snake oil. Fuck he believes no, in this product,
0: dude. It's so e- it's so handy. It's so easy. I don't feel nervous about putting a literal blade up against my sack. That's that's fucking nightmare fuel, dude. But it's not. It just it glides. It glides. I feel secure. I feel safe. I feel like I, I almost had a father growing up. Everything you want
1: from something that's going to be on your balls
0: hell yes not to mention you got the the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer uh, which also does a great job not tugging my nose holes i got a lot of nose in case you can't tell we got the crop preserver
1: ball deodorant
0: which alex is a huge fan
1: of. huge fan of the, i love it the crop reviver toner just as good it S- spritz you up through the day you
0: don't need a shower every day you will need this though <laughs> The 4th generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 4000K LED spotlight in case you need a little bit uh, a little bit more of a precise shave. Uh, both the weed wacker and the the lawnmower 4.0 are are waterproof uh, which means no evidence, alright? Do it in the shower. Hide your business. Hide your bodies. Hide all that shit. No one needs to find out what you do. Any, You know what? Fuck them. Leave evidence. It's waterproof, sure. Fucking leave evidence so they know you're clean, alright? Leave a mess, alright? Use this and leave a fucking mess. Let people know where
1: you been. <laughs> <laughs> what you rep.
0: <laughs> Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to the Performance Package 4.0, the Madscape Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag, this travel bag right here, which I will be
1: using because I do plan on traveling soon. Where? What? Hey, don't know. <laughs> and they are gifts. These aren't things they just threw in willy-nilly. The boxers are great. The travel bag, high quality. Both what? of them Hold are on. great. Are you wearing the boxers? Sir? I am. <laughs> Mike's wearing I forgot. Bo- I forgot I was wearing them. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, they're fucking great, dude. All right. So get 20% off and free shipping with code EAE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code EAE. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right. Let's get back into it. Uh, but anyway, time to move on to, you ready? I am ready. Hell yeah. This is the follow-up. This is 1997's Lula Davinia. and now more personality already yes already they have a they have yes character. yes this song is
1: infinitely better hell yeah drums man should say this is when they signed a sub pop and Paul joined the band oh this is oh this are Paul came in yeah I thought he was in 95. oh well like this is the first time he recorded oh but, he didn't record in the last one no he was not on the last one all right <laughs>
0: fucking love this to open the album with something
1: super technical and clean maybe oh, love it especially cause the other one's so heavy and daunting like this it's you know this is something different yep yeah. again that bass is just so heavy and yeah I do wonder what uh what drummer Tim Dow is up to these days. Uh, oh, the, I hope he kept playing music, because uh, he's, yeah. he's really talented.
0: We can find out right now. Uh, not, not that active. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, that sucks. That, whatever. Uh, talented fucking guy. Yep. Yeah are the failure vocals, yeah, yep. very of the time, yeah.
1: So that's a pretty rad song. I dig quite a bit. Yes, uh, best personal favorite.
0: I had a feeling. I had a feeling this is going to be it for you. Uh, it's a great album. It's it's just came close,
1: came uh, close for me. One one album, I. Was like, is this gonna over? T-? No, 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 okay. no, no no. Yeah. no, no, no.
0: This is the 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 last of him sounding like the guy from Failure, whose name I keep forgetting. I'm sorry, you'll probably see it on screen right now. Yes. Um, this is like uh, this is where I, the 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 thought popped in my head of like, oh, this is like if Failure was fucking awesome. Yeah. This album, because these songs are fucking great.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. The like, Lula is just dude. God damn! I love that song. Yeah, the melodic guitar riffs on here are like the best they're ever gonna be, in my opinion. Um, even even when it goes from like the melodic stuff on that track into like the more like repetitive riff, just
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's very uh, a lot of drony guitars or this really minimal bass line. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beautiful, ominous.
1: Yes. Third gear scratch. Yep. You got like this herky jerky thought. St- start riff with... So much depth in that song. Yeah, yeah. with, again, more melodic ones, and it's just... It's fucking A. uh just hits it up. Did you jump your phone again? No, no. (laughs) Mm -mm. Not me. Couldn't be me. Um, Sideways slash pin fucking... Oh, that's right. Yeah, they kind of lead into each other. This is also like the most math rock.
0: Yeah, this is the most uh, technical for sure. Sideways to Me sounded like a more mature, better version of something off the, the, the debut. Uh, and pin is just beautiful. I just, I mean, I'm it's like where that one's it's like the instrumental half of it essentially, yeah, towards the end there, yeah. God damn, it's just the kind of stuff that I, I really like zoning out to, like kind of like the way I do with Ken, where I'll just crank it and just I'm out, I'm, out. I'm mm-hmm. just
1: spaced out. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, the uh, Christ size shoes in my life as a housewife, you still get your heavy yeah. stuff, it's just. Just more personality. Yeah.
0: It's still just as intense, but they, they have a character now. And, uh, I, I mean, my life as a housewife is so it's oddly emotional and ugly at the same time. It's a very interesting <laughs> they, song.
1: They managed to capture a lot of different moods in these songs. And it never feels like, ah, oh, you're just smashing these things no, together. No, like, it's, their, it's, it's
0: their, it's their, it's their brand. It's pretty, it's pretty seamless. Uh, Cake is like the most we're going to keep it to Failure just because it's just hard to not but mm-hmm. that's like the most Failure sounding um, but it's a really cool big epic closer um, it's the original closer on um, streaming you'll find a couple of bonus tracks which are uh, Sleep It Off and Two Black Eyes both of which I think are very cool.
1: They are good but I can see how those kind of mess with the flow a little yeah, bit a little bit um, uh, another standout track for me is Jim's Lament Oh hell yeah! Uh, that one's kind of like you get heavy and math rock at yeah. once, so it's a it's a winner in me for me. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say actually I do like the vocals in that song a lot. Yeah, I w- well obviously like if you're like post rock and maybe even maybe even math rock, like this is this is the album to check out. I think
0: it's the most. It's more on the. It's like the last of them being super raw and wild yeah. last of them being raw and wild.
1: And I think it's still like diverse too. it. It is. It it manages to wear a lot of different hats.
0: Yeah. It's still distinctly post hardcore, but now they got their flavor. The the arrangements are deeper. The performances are even tighter. The production is it's got Mm. punch and kick to it now. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's even, even the vocals don't bother me on this album. Like I can, I can keep making the failure comparison, but it does. It doesn't actually bother me.
1: Yeah. I think there's like, oh, he sounds a little bit like Cobain or whatever. And then this one, he moves a little bit away from it.
0: I mean, you heard on the intro, he's like doing a more croony, lower thing. And uh, that's definitely not on the first
1: album. Yeah, that's, I think that's better than the first album. And then it's like, it's almost like each album, he decides to sing a little bit differently.
0: A little, yeah, yeah yeah I, I think the biggest jump is gonna be f- from this one to the next one,
1: oh, oh, i would i would agree with that 100
0: uh so what is this the cover was done by andy mueller the cover art, or cover art for um he did it he also did it for the next few albums the next two albums uh as well as weezer's gratitude and death to false metal
1: yeah hmm. uh, sometimes i forget weezer still makes new music how many goddamn albums do they have I- they have. I, I'm gonna say they have to have somewhere between 50. I'm gonna say 15.
0: Okay, I thought you were gonna say 50. I was gonna, I was gonna blow my brain. No, out I was right thinking
1: here. about saying 20, but I think it's gotta be like 15 albums, mm. uh, which is crazy.
0: So I think Paul, uh, Monowski, the bassist, um, handled uh, a lot of the, the mixing and production mm-hmm. of this album, which is weird that it sounds so much better than the first one, yeah, like so much better.
1: Yeah, it does just you know looking at you know discogs and wikipedia it does seem like he had a a big impact joining the band yeah for sure uh i don't know if he actually steered them in a certain direction but uh good question him and uh is it andy sorry there's a lot of names uh the vocal guitar Oh, oh uh, alan alan, alan yeah, yeah they they seem like uh you know a good good one two punch
0: in Alex's defense, the the name Andy is in bold letters right in front of him, which is why he said that. Yes, yes. Uh, but Alex's best and personal favorite, a good, a good ass album. If you're into post rock, it's really kind of a post a must. rock,
1: or you I'm like, sorry, post 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 hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Or if you like '90s alternative hard rock, this definitely feels like something that maybe should have been on the radio, but it it's a little little jagged, and I, I it was
0: probably a little too intense for most radio, but it, Look, looking back now, like it, it seems like why, why the hell not? Like it is, I don't know. It's I've, not actually more in like wild and crazy. It's just a little bit more complicated. I
1: felt feel like from the '90s to whenever new metal died, rock radio was playing a lot of heavy, crazy shit.
0: If they could sign Shudder to Think, check out that episode, by the way. Why the hell not Shiner? I like Shudder to Think, but goddamn, uh. like, that's weird. Oh shit. But time to move on. Yep. Now we in the 24th century. Okay, this is 2000s. Starless. Already a much louder mix. Yes.
1: This is chunky, and I did play the remastered versions of Lula. Oh shit. That like. That bass, yep,
0: coming in. And now, he's basically a different guy
1: now. He's, oh man, he's,
0: I like it a lot. Oh, love this fucking riff. That, that
1: bass, man. That to me. Also, it feels like, what this whole album feels like. We're gonna do it guys, we're gonna, we're gonna get on the radio they happened. It never <laughs> happened I think at this point, uh, New Metal have done it That's a damn shame There were exceptions to the rule, like, Creed or something Oh yeah
0: They're still doing some, especially drum-wise, they're still going pretty wild.
1: Oh, yeah. They can always play. Even if I don't like it, they always manage to find that super close. All right,
0: yeah, later on it goes into this riff that that kind of repeats for a while, and goddamn, is it fucking wild, best personal favorite, worst least favorite. You're out of your fucking mind, you're out of your fucking mind, this is such a great album, you're out of your mind, I mean, holy shit, you're out of, oh that's a spider, you're out of your fucking mind! I do not like this album, (laughs) I knew you wouldn't (laughs) like it, but it is not, oh you killed this. oh the spider, there it goes, the spider, God damn it Alex, it's like he has hate in his heart, look at him, (laughs) he's fucking killing his entire spider. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I love this album. I wasn't expecting you to Oh, I don't like so, it. There's Let's let's before we get okay. into it, the guy who recorded it and mixed it. What a what a resume this man has.
0: Joel Hamilton, who uh also provided extra guitar and weird noises noises his quote unquote, um to to this album. He's also uh Credits include uh, Tom Waits, Sleepy Time, Gorilla Museum, Insane, uh, and Red Sparrows,
1: and A Storm of Light. Insane, fucking this Joel Hamill guy. I don't know who he is, but uh, I like I like the cut of your gib. Anyways, back. <laughs> you say gib? Yeah, gib, right? Jib? It's jib. jib? It's jib.
0: Sorry. Holy, sh- so you can't trust this man. This is a no. great album. No, it's a great album. I ooh, I get boy. it. The handsome guy vocals are a bit much. I don't love it either. I don't love the style. And there's, o- there's only one song that that goes too far into hum territory. You know the band Hum?
1: Oh, yeah. What's that? That's Lazy Eye. I don't care for much for that song. Mm, I wrote Deftones Light for that <laughs> That's song. That's
0: basically Hum. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, that one album from Hum that everybody knows, it's the green one. Everybody knows the one Hum album. Yeah. That one's fine. Uh, sorry for shitting on Hum. But the riffs here are so unique. It's the power behind this production is so satisfying. every song offers something a little different. They're going a little bit more obviously more uh i don't know accessible they're they're a little bit softer in some areas they're a little more melodic uh the some of the textures in this mix are wild they're 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 going they're letting it all fly. The songs may seem simpler, but everything as a whole is a lot there's a lot more depth to it
1: i yeah for me it's that it's really boring, and that's one one of my big pet peeves. Which is crazy. It's consistent. Which is crazy because on the first album, I put over some of the more like mellow slint like stuff. Yeah. So it's like they can. I like those riffs when they're a little more dark or sinister. But here they're they feel more bright to me, and I don't think that's in their repertoire. But obviously, mind that's it. me. I. I
0: I don't... Here's the thing. So this is what I was saying at at the very top when I said, on paper, I I shouldn't like this. One, I don't like, like, alt rock or whatever mainstream kind of rock. This is
1: the altiest of rocks.
0: I disagree. I disagree. Uh, With this discography, I disagree. Uh, I don't like handsome guy vocals. I don't Mm -hmm. like the shit where it's like, oh, God, he's just trying to sound nice and good. He's not going wild or losing his shit. But the songs are just so fucking well-written that they're... The riffs, man, the riffs are there. I think the riffs are wild on this album. They're, if you take away all the coat of paint, take away the vocals, these are
1: really weird songs. I do, I do agree with you that there's a lot of textures on here, there's a lot more playing with guitar effects. Yeah, and to me, it's wild that. What I think is their most boring album is the one where like, oh, let's try like these weird things. And for me, it doesn't it does not work. It's almost like you're you're saying all the things I feel about a different album. (laughs) It's like
0: I find the diversity here really that I find the diversity here really refreshing. Um, Like Semper is basically something that I, I shouldn't like. And when it starts that's, out, I'm like, I don't like this. And But as it goes on, like, God damn, that's fucking good. Cool. Even like, there's like these bright clangy guitar lines in there. Like, They just pulled it off.
1: They pulled the, off a thing they don't like and made it a thing I like. That's the best song on the album. great that, song. That would be the only song I would come back to.
0: Oh, oh, there's so many good songs. I love them all, except for Lazy Eye. Uh, and, and then, as long as we're talking about the weird shit, Rearranged.
1: That's like the, one of the most experimental songs ever. Is it? Because it's just... It's this The outro for the Previous for lazy Eye but like backwards Bridging it into Too much of not enough
0: And what uh Sure, but it's fucking groovy. It's groovy and and it's a, it's a, it's a breather is what it is. It's a breather of them doing something completely different. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Like them just taking
1: shots and doing different shit. Yeah. I don't have an issue with that, but it's also not like, it doesn't land for me. I get it. And I also get, I
0: definitely get too much of not enough. That's like one where, all right, this is not for everyone. Uh, It's super accessible to one giant group of people and in very, very alienating to this group of people right here.
1: It's it's crazy to have your your cl- like closing track feel like filler.
0: Oh, oh, the oh how could you? I mean the 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 title track is the closer but it's more of a it's oh, more yeah. of an outro than a than a full song. Yeah. But even then I like I like the how do you not like the laser sounds on the title track? You like you love lasers, I dude. I love lasers. There's all kinds of great lasers there.
1: It's just it's just feels more like an intro. Like maybe that should have been in the front. It probably wouldn't have changed my opinion, but it's just. I, I think spinning is, a, is an
0: incredible opener. It has so much fucking power behind it in in killer riffs, uh, and even even the songs like Giant Chair or, or Giant's Chair, mm. uh, it's heavier than they've ever been. It's this this album is like their heaviest album
1: that. It's not their heaviest, but it's d- one of their heaviest. I just, I disagree. Um, that felt like the most generic rock radio song Gah. on the album. Um, oh. But yeah. Kevin th- is Gone is great too. Those <laughs> those two songs are great examples where there is like textures and layers there and it's like I hear what you're doing, but uh, it's not working for me. If I could you, uh. go back to a baseball reference, this... Uh, feels like a uh a picture trying to hit a home run a pitcher trying to hit a home run they're not good they're not good at doing oh those. i think you meant like from
0: pitching is like watch me make this home run
1: no 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 no. Like, i don't think i knew baseball as well as i did no no no, no. like when the picture has the bat and they right know they suck so they just oh. strike out on purpose but this feels oh. like i'm gonna do it and you're like no no you don't
0: no man they knocked it out of the park dude they knocked it out, <laughs> out of the fucking park <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I love it. Damn, I wasn't expect. Well,
0: <laughs> I wasn't expecting it, and like I, w- like, I wanted to give it to, to Lula, but it's like this one has. I'm saying the writing on this one is like I don't like the style so much, but I can't fucking deny how well done these songs are, and how much I just like. It's almost some songs are. It's almost a guilty pleasure. Like, oh no, it's too fuck. Like, um, where's another one? Uh, uh, Unglued is one where I'm like. I just can't help but it like it. I just can't <laughs> help it. I can't control it. I just like it. It's so nice, so nice.
1: <laughs> so boring.
0: You're crazy.
1: I was worried that the rest of the albums were going to be boring.
0: Oh, uh, I was,
1: I was, I was perked up with this one. Uh I was like, ah, uh, I'm not on. God damn it.
0: Well, and now we're not friends, and that's now how we're it not goes. Friends.
1: But after my- a series of episodes where we. Kept having the same the picks. The same, yep. Now we go in a radically different direction.
0: Uh, yeah, we had three in a row of the exact <laughs> same picks. Finally, just the polar opposites. <laughs> Fuck, it was about to happen. <laughs> and I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't. Yes. I wouldn't yeah, yeah. it had to be this way. Oh, yeah. Uh, but my best and personal favorite, and Alex's worst, Lee's favorite, holy shit. But time to move on. This is the last up before the, the initial breakup. Mm-hmm. This is 2001's The Egg. Maybe one, uh, one thing. There we go. Oh,
2: that's
0: wow. uh, that's some '90s shit. Even though this is not '90s.
1: Reminds me also of. Uh Gavin Rossdale of Bush. Ooh, that's a diss, dude. Who's fighting words? Who I gotta see live thanks to Mike, and I never told him about it. Hey, okay, what? I gotta see Bush live because uh, your, your brother didn't wanna go see Alice in Chains.
0: They opened for Alice in Chains? Dude. Fucking Bush?
1: It was gnarly. I don't know why I've never told you about this concert. You, you gotta, you gotta yeah. go to the store after this. Yes.
0: This part of the song is baffling as an opener. Way to kill all the momentum in your opening track with
1: this chorus. It's it's odd. I, I like the song, but that's a weird fucking choice. This didn't really uh, make me look forward to listening to more of them, but uh, I do think the album it around a little bit i think i think
0: so it's a it's one of the worst openers i'd say and i do think it's worst least favorite this but having said that i liked it more in multiple listens i don't think it's a bad album mm-hmm. and there was some songs that like i just straight up changed my mind on on second listen yeah uh but go back to this alice change story so i okay I, um i had a couple tickets that i couldn't use giving you yes. You went and I assumed everything went fine and nothing interesting happened
1: because we never talked about it. I, You know, in the scheme of things, nothing interesting did happen. But this venue, I fucking hate this venue. I've been there before. It's in Irvine. It's meant to be a temporary venue. It was fucking hot and humid as balls. It's outside. Uh, The seats are fucking awful. You might as well just stand. Also... It's too close to the Inland Empire, so it doesn't matter what kind of bang you see. Like, you could go watch AFI and the Wu-Tang Clan and Alice in Chains, and it's going to be the same white trash audience every single time. And so that sucks. That sucks, which I was prepared for. But yeah, the fucking openers were Bush and Breaking Benjamin. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew what I was getting into. Oh, that's uh, my f- my friend that I went with. She's like, I think I like Breaking Benjamin. So I'm like, okay, we'll we'll get there to see them. And uh after two songs, she's like, I don't know what I was thinking. This is this is awful. So we just went and stood on the grass until Alice and Shane's playing housing chains still sounds amazing though that's They're great that's thank, wild thank you for this oh yeah, yeah no problem. i <laughs>
0: they went to use otherwise i would have nothing yeah no one would have i gone.
1: assumed it was the openers where your brother and then you were just like no no i'm i can't do this
0: uh i i didn't even know about the openers i just i couldn't i didn't have time yes uh i think my brother paul actually i think Robert, he he saw that and he was like probably like eh, no thanks.
1: No, and- no. Yeah. He's uh he's too weak and feeble to deal with the <laughs> the type of people who went to that show.
0: That's such such a diss. Holy shit. much hey, such a bitch. You can't handle watching Breaking Benjamin. He <laughs> doesn't come at you with a fucking
1: a butterfly I, knife. Yeah. <laughs> I just think of him as this tiny little man I could Cradle, that's just how I picture it. It's, <laughs> he's it's a small not man. even meant, it's like a small like gentleman, ins- yeah. It's not even meant as an insult, <laughs> he's,
0: he's a gentle gentleman, <laughs> yes. But this <laughs> album, I think, is easily their weakest, and it's it it gave me dark, dark flashbacks all in tone to thrice. Mm, and, goddamn. I'll, and I will tell you the, the reason is because basically every song in here is edgy and dark and if you give me a fucking album full of nothing but edgy dark songs that veer toward the melodramatic side i'm out i can't you know, i can't fucking stomach it
1: you know at first i was like i rather i i don't know there's some shit that slaps on here i think for sure
0: there's some really good stuff on here and do and- oh um uh hold on i could do it i can do yeah, it yeah Andalusia, dude damn cool bought the ruckus hell dude you know what that
1: main riff really really sounds like billiard players song by shellac Mm. and yeah i think that song hit for me because it it's felt like a long time since they've been like overtly heavy yeah that's and i was just like "Mm -hmm." i I disagree
0: with with that i think the last time was chock full of heavy but it is one of the heaviest things on this album for sure title track he You didn't like the title track? Uh, I did not. That is a, a bit too dramatic for me. Mm. <laughs> like the the, it's, the rawness took it took a huge step back on the last album, but here it's like it is so gone. Like that is so crispy, clean. Uh, and the only unusual, interesting thing about this title track to me is the baseline or the bass lines, mm-hmm. because okay, here's a here's a comparison. It's not an, a, a perfect comparison, but the opener to Uh, to OK Computer, Radiohead. What's the fucking opener? What's the name of that song?
1: (laughs) 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 We all know know the opener. Uh,
0: The bass line to that song, which is, I I think it goes, the the bass player went on record saying it's his favorite bass line because it was meant to be a placeholder, but he just never came up with anything else. Airbag. (sniffs) Airbag. So it's this really minimal thing that kind of just, there's a little, a little and then there's silence, mm-hmm. and then he goes in with another. It's like that, except the bass line is weird, and it doesn't make any sense with the song. I find that very interesting. I find it to be a, an interesting choice, but the rest, like, it, that's, like, the only thing about the song that I kind of enjoy. Uh, except for the outro. The outro is very fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of... Like Stella got her groove back a little bit on this album. <laughs> this this that song is not Tay Diggs, dude. I don't know what you're saying. Well, first of all, no one is Tay Diggs.
0: Not even him anymore. I don't even know what happened to that guy.
1: Yeah, I think Iggy probably the he's a new, new Tay Diggs, you're but right. but also completely different. Like they're this two different handsome dark men.
0: Tay Diggs seems like he he will always be young
1: and. Idris Elba seemed like he's always been old. Idris Elba aged gracefully. But he's always seemed that age. He's always seemed old. Yeah. I was so mad when I was like, you know, watching The Wire and I found out he was British. I'm like... Bullshit. It's you know, it's a betrayal is what it is. It's bullshit. That guy's from fucking Baltimore, and you can't tell me any differently. Yeah, refuse to believe it. Yeah. Now I associate him as one of the most British guys ever, but not to me. No. And guess what? I've never seen the wire. There you go. Always, (laughs) always be a... uh, oh man. It's tripping. I forget his name on the on the wire. Someone'll know it. Someone'll know it. I'm fucking up a lot today. It's not Omar. No, 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 no. It's not Bubbles. It's it's a two it's a two name thing. And I'm not going to look it up just okay. for fun. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Sit with that one, folks. Uh, okay. So there's a few things about this album. Uh, most of the songs if not all the songs feel great. They perform mm-hmm. like again, they, they always they always sound great. They're always tight as shit.
1: But Stringer Bell. What? Iggy Stringer Bell. Okay, there we go. <laughs> You got it and now the world is
0: whole again so the, the songs feel great but almost every time the riffs just don't do it for me like just the, the, mm. I find nothing about it interesting perfect example is play dead which is I mean
1: that's not a great song yeah
0: that verse is like the snappiest hookiest thing like you show it to anybody they'll probably start bobbing their head like mm. it's that hooky you listen to the actual riffs they're not that great I don't like the riffs at all and it's really, I mean, that's like one of the more most accessible mainstream kind of rock sounding things they've done. It's Again, it's not bad. I just don't think it's, 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 it's like the same style as the last album without the writing. Instead of like what wow. I felt to be really interesting, unique riffs, it's now everything is just really dark
1: and edgy. <sighs> yeah, they feel, I would say this band does a, a good job of their albums all feeling like different animals to me, so they
0: definitely do, um. and this is my least favorite. This is the one I would send to the pound uh, i I still
1: I think the title track and Lisa
0: and 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 delusia Andal-
1: Andal- andalusia bells and whistles and the simple truth are like hold on, you like bells and whistles I do holy sh- so that's the one that turned me i my
0: first note when I heard that was and they lost me no that, i was immediately no out. second listen like, god damn it, it's it's actually quite good
1: yeah it's yeah. really it's a fucking earworm i was like yeah they they feel more in line with riffs that they should be playing in my opinion I don't like that. That's what I, I think. That's why I don't like
0: it. I, it's too much of like, oh, he, this type of band plays this kind of riff, mm-hmm. and I find that boring. Where the last album, I was like, this band, this type of band doesn't play these kinds. These are weird riffs, and I find it to be a very uh, invigorating in a way. And and I, I don't like I don't mind the simple truth so much. I, I I don't like at this point in the album, I'm really bored of the dark stuff and the dramatic stuff. But it's first of all, their lo- their longest song ever. Mm-hmm. It's almost eight minutes. And it goes into this lengthy, lengthy, hypnotic, almost jammy, really pretty. That's why it worked for me. And that's why it's a great song. Yeah. Like, if that was the whole song, I'm like, this is a fucking home run. That song. Yeah. Uh, I don't even hate the, the the first chunk so much after uh, multiple listens. But
1: I, th- I I do think this album does fi- feature one of the worst songs ever, though. Would that? That'd be the top of the world i i don't mind I don't, it i don't, I don't like don't mind it at all i don't I like, like this it. band messing around with the electronics <laughs> i kind of like it <laughs> i don't like it I, that's that's where we're at on this podcast it's the it's vocals.
0: i know it's the vocals in that song they're there it's
1: no it's not it's it, it's not it is like the whole like i feel like they this for they can't nail that electronic m- more like electronic driven vibe they're going for it doesn't work for me.
0: Uh, one thing I will relent to with the electronic stuff is that it never feels uh they never made it part of the personality. No, it always no, feels they like they're they're it's kind of they're doing it a way someone else kind of did it.
1: Or uh. or yeah, they're they're working it into like their brand of music instead of like making it seem forced even if I think the end result is boring. It, I, I don't yeah I don't think it sticks out that I don't, I I think it's fine I don't I
0: don't like find it to be their their best songs ever but I, I don't mind it so much and again I, I do appreciate the novelty of it mm-hmm. and they they don't really feel like sore thumbs at all um where some certain albums of course I can't think of a single one top of my head but where they you hear this whole new style and it's like wait what the fuck and it just feels jarring uh, uh, I don't think they do they ever do anything
1: like that they never went uh, Danzig electronica album no. No, they they never went
0: black, black Acid Devil. There we go. Oh, knew, I'll never forget I, that I knew, album. <laughs>
1: I knew you would know it.
0: <laughs> I know all those albums by heart. I wish I didn't. <laughs> I fucking love dancing, even though I hate them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. But yeah, it, 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 it really did it because, like I said before, it's just the overall, every song being just morose and, and gloomy and dramatic. It's just fucking, it's the only album that does that. It's the only album that's just sad, dark, sad, dramatic. And not to mention, you couple that shit with the handsome guy vocals. I'm out. I, it just reminds me of just too much stuff that I, I... It's just not for me. I
1: just don't like that style. I thought I was going to be in for a rough time and then uh, turned around for me. And uh, I like it way better than Starless. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. So uh, that was, for me, I was like, okay... We're back.
0: We're, holy shit. This is where I was like, what? I thought I liked this bad.
1: Ah, but my worst and least favorite. I, I never thought I liked this. Bad. <laughs> Fair enough. Christ. <laughs> it's this. It's just. It's just fine.
0: Ah, ah, I think they're more than fine. But we got one more, at least at the time of this recording. One more. Uh, this is uh, here we are, the reunion, everybody. This is 2020's Schadenfreude.
1: Singing differently again. Singing differently. Still in the rock radio, radio rock. But listen, happy riff, yes, happy song. This is the brightest they've ever sounded. Yep.
0: I actually like this. I was. It's interesting to have such a hopeful opener.
1: I did not. Uh, yeah. I like this one. I get the vocals, though. I don't like that. I just want this band to, like, live in the shadows, I think. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> just keep being, like, kind of more dark and moody. You don't like the brightness. You don't like the happy. No. No. I do not Not in this band. Ah.
0: I would argue that some of the best songs are happy. Like, in the opener, to Lula.
1: Yeah, yeah, that I am kind of hopeful.
0: You could hear also distinguish more lyrics in this album. Mm-hmm. Funny lyrics.
1: I think he should have gone full, full Yarl. <laughs>
0: But also, this is a this is a less happy riff too. It's pretty hard. I like this riff a lot too. So maybe you probably won't get the the full picture with that just that little tidbit. But this is a
1: very different album. It is, and I, uh, again, first few songs I thought I was gonna hate it, and so then I kind of kind of came around on it. Same exact. Say so I, I, Oh, well, we can finally agree on... The first half, I was like, oh, this is definitely the worst.
0: And then I was like, wait a minute, this is not at all the worst. This is actually quite cool. Life is a mannequin.
1: Fucking stinks, dude. dude. The I worst was, song. It's the, I think it's the worst song. Yeah, I was like, this is appropriate song title because it's lifeless. Eh, hey, I,
0: that It has funny lyrics, but uh, I would say probably the the most offensive main riff I've, this mm-hmm. band has ever done. It's just, it is the most generic thing they've ever done.
1: Yeah. yeah. There there were certain, well, yeah. And then like the good songs are less mathy and dark, and they're more like rockers and rippers. A lot of, a lot of jamminess too. So this is, they're no longer, this is not post or, or
0: I keep saying poster. It's not post hardcore. This is way, uh, the songs are longer. There's less songs on here. Uh, they're they Some of them go real spacey, even almost psychedelic. Uh th- there's less, way less riffs per song. Totally. It's, it's like a whole different thing. And there's there's a interview with with Alan here that explains that it makes a lot more sense. Um he kind of says that before they would he would he'd basically basically be the main writer. He'd bring his ideas and then they'd they'd work through all of them, and then the songs would be become something completely different. Um, but he says <clears throat> uh, he says the quote, um, this time, we're all far apart, so we use technology much more. This time, Josh and I were able to collaborate a lot more on the writing process. He had a big hand in these tunes, and in particular, uh, In the End and Low-Hanging Fruit, which we will talk about those in a second. Uh, then we bring in the, these ideas, uh, share them with the boys, run it through the Shinerator at practice, and it becomes us, or it doesn't, in which case we toss it, or keep it for another time. Uh, so they're emailing song ideas back and forth instead of just working in the room, which is already Mm -hmm. pretty interesting. And it's, it it also makes dynamic way different. It also makes sense that the songs are simpler because of that, or they have like less, they're more developing on one idea instead of like this jam packed, complicated, technical song. Mm -hmm. So it's a whole different thing. Uh, What are the songs that we, Oh, this is a a, a little note from, from our boy, Tom He says, is it just me or does the guitar line and Paul P Poe or Pop poff poff pof, poff pof, p o g h uh really bring to mind dream Brother by Jeff Buck by Jeff Buckley, much heavier, obviously, yes, yes. Absolutely a yes, fucking lutely it does it's just dream, it's the same riff from dream brother, <laughs> but
1: heavy that's but it, that's the best song on the album. If, I don't wanna about that. But I, I think it's great. I do think I, I like it I like it a lot, um, some fast and furious footwork by the drummer there, just. Kill it. Well, I like it a lot, and then uh, uh, kind of peters out towards the end, though. I me. don't mind it. I mean, I get why you wouldn't like Oh Captain. I don't mind it. Uh, I don't, I'm surprised oh. you don't. I'm surprised you don't like Swallow. I hate that song. You hate Swallow. I, I think it's great. I felt that seven minutes. I, I didn't. I, I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is a three or four minute song. What are you guys doing? Like, you, you're gonna hit me over the head with Paul. Triple P, whatever his name is. <laughs> Paw-pee-paw. And, Paw-pee-paw. and then f- give me this shit. Ah, uh, I
0: that's it had the reverse effect where I started out not liking it, and then by the end, I was like, man, it really won me over. Mm. Uh, and also, this is probably the weirdest takeaway I got from this album. This is my favorite Allen album in terms of vocals. I think he sounds the best on this album than any other album. Like, yeah, one, he's singing differently, he's not doing so much. Uh, because the songs are completely different kinds of songs, he's not really relying on the same types of progressions he normally does, like, you know, the, the rock stuff. Mm-hmm. Plus, everything is way spacer. So even he... So it's, it's the different lines combined with just a weirdly different production. He's way more spacious, way more weaverby. Uh, he's not buried, but he's, he's more... Uh, like, it hangs on, on single notes longer. It's just a different style. I, I like it way more.
1: Genngufleck is one of the one of the rockers uh,
0: I do not like that song at all at all.
1: <laughs> I'll take that song and nothing over uh other things
0: I like nothing uh I think it's i mean that's one of the highest energy tightest songs on there i don't I don't love the riffs in there, but it feels really good mm-hmm. um low hanging fruit, which we briefly mentioned in the quote uh. That's where it, it registered Like, oh, this is just a different band. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. I could. I can't oh, listen I, I was expecting to be post or or like even Starless. I can't go on expecting I, this kind of thing.
1: That's when I Starless was like when. I was, oh, like, like this I, is not. Uh, so yeah, kind of a mixed but It's uh, very different. It's
0: really like, this is the Redhead Stepchild. If you're gonna give I, that, give it that name, I would say that. Yeah. Very different. Uh, and we we glossed over O Captain, but god damn, that is basically psychedelic and, and I didn't feel that.
1: It's really I, I think I was just and I was like, Ugh fucking swallow. All right, this closer better be good. Uh, and I was just like, That's it? If you're not yeah, if you're not
0: swayed by a swallow, O Captain they, ain't doing they shit. They kind of work
1: you. as a companion pieces a little bit
0: i like the whole i mean from nothing on i'm all, I'm on board yeah it's like I, again it's not my favorite album of theirs i don't love this this style that much either but it, there's nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. i found myself r- really enjoying some stuff uh it does it does have some growing time or it does need some growing time i feel like mm-hmm. uh and it is really weird to have life as a mannequin so close to the beginning of the album or even on the album. I really it's, hate that song. It's
1: crazy. I think I saw there was a
0: music video for that. Really? Like, out of all the songs. That's also it's six and a half minutes. I mean, it's it's that one's a that one's a chore.
1: Uh but or I don't f- know if there's a music video, but it's definitely a single. Okay.
0: Uh <sighs> I mean, it's accessible. I, I mean, I just, I, I don't. That's not. An yeah, I, wonder for what,
1: me. I wonder what I wonder what fans of the band thought of this. If you were like listening to them, and then you're like, oh shit, they got back. a new. Like, yeah. w- what did you guys think about this album?
0: Yeah, because it almost feels like it's not the band. It's, it doesn't feel like Shiner at all. Yeah. It's it's so. Yeah, it, it's it's really odd, and we I mean, were brand new to this band. But holy shit, it really is that different.
1: Yeah, we didn't have the like waiting. Waiting period that fans of the band did so.
0: Since I've literally never met a single fan of theirs, or more I mean, accurately, yeah. I've never met anybody who's heard of this band.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have no idea even what the consensus is on the other albums. I like, don't know. I, I love the third album, but clearly not everyone likes the third album. I love bands like this. It's just a blank slate and it's. You <laughs> have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Bands like this in uh, Ruins of Everest are are. Are fun even if I end up on the end of uh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Ruins of that that's a weird one. Oh man. I like, that. well, I'm doing apples and oranges, but Different band. I, uh, of, yeah,
0: but that was a. I really, I, oh, there I look at some that, treats there. I keep going back to Ruins of Beverage. <laughs> I fucking, I really do love that band. Dude, Exume. Was it Exume? Oh, Exuvia. Ah, oh, that that uh, album is, is yeah. truly <laughs> special. <laughs> And now we're <laughs> we're not talking about them right now, but if you like extreme metal, go check out Ruins of the Bevers. <laughs> I don't know why you like extreme metal and Shiner, but uh, some people I do. do.
1: I do. There you go. I, well, I guess, well, I don't like you Shiner, do. a, but I like bands that are similar to Shiner. Yeah. So we, there we, you go. We
0: have eclectic tastes here. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a cool return to form. It's not even a return to form. It's no. a return to
1: new formed. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder where they go next. Who knows? Good on these guys for like grinding it out and uh reuniting and I yeah. I never heard of them, but I'm glad there's an audience for them. And- they uh they mixed
0: this album them and themselves, um, which is uh, a. <clears throat> it also explains some of the song. There's a quote here from, from Alan about they says, uh, the pros are the cost and luxury of writing over time and going back into the studio anytime to do fixes and things like that. Um, uh, plus the fact that Paul um, is an unbelievably talented engineer, mixture just savant like savant like abilities. Shocker! I mean, from the from the get go, Paul has
1: been I, incredible. Yeah, he does kind of seem like uh, a creative like driving force in the band. So. Hundred uh, percent. So yeah, the, these
0: songs were pretty much built or written as they were recorded. There was a lot of going back and forth and tinkering, which I I like that method. <clears throat> I um, there's like a lot of uh, lack of pressure to that method. You can kind of take your time and uh, let things sit for a long time and come back to it and there's no pressure to get the perfect take because you're running out of time Mm -hmm. um i i just think all that stuff is not conducive is that the right word to 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 good albums that's not true but like to a good uh, album envi- or a good recording environment, some people I, I can pull out fucking incredible shit with that pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always tend to veer on the side of like, well, how you, how will you like that in six months? How how will that sound later? Yeah, uh, I like like let things sit. Um, but yeah, that's eh, just a one man's opinion.
1: Uh, so. Thank you so much for listening and watching. I guess we should uh, another one in the bank recap. Might as well do a little recap. What you got? What you got? What you got? Uh for me, best personal favorite, Lula Davinia. Yeah. And then worst least favorite, Starless. Crazy. Fucking boring. Crazy, game,
0: crazy, crazy. Starless, best personal favorite. It's a great record, especially one if you're open to alt rock. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> and the egg, worst least favorite. Uh, it's just dreary and moody and I don't know. It's there's, still,
1: some, it's, there's some gems. There's some gems on there, in my opinion. There's some gems, but it's boring to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Cole, for suggesting this and for hanging out with us and, and for being so uh, uh, supporting us for a long time. It's a long time, but but also like keeping things going in the Discord.
1: He's a big he's a big
0: Discord ball
1: player. He loves contributing. Uh, you want the you want this guy in your bull pit? Hell yes.
0: Um. So this is this is fun. I'm glad I'm glad we did this. And uh, I guess we should do we should do some plugs.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah. We got to do them. Well,
0: I guess yeah. Uh, you uh, fucking uh shit. Subscribe if you like the video. Like like the video if you like the video. Subscribe if you want to hang out longer. Talk shit to us in the comments if you want to do that. Leave your picture best and worst if you want to play along. That's always fun to do. You can find a full Spotify playlist on Shiner. There's a link to that in the description. We got places associated with pretty much every episode. You can find those at
1: everyalbumever.com.
0: You can follow me on all social media at Pandermuggy and Alex on Instagram. Every album, Alex. Every album, Alex. Please please be sure to follow our history guy, Tom Osman, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Tom osmond Sounds, as well as his Substack, Tom Osman. Substack.com, where he has all kinds of neat, neat music played stuff. I, I forgot why I went on there recently. I went on there just to check one thing and I ended up just falling into a rabbit hole yeah reading.
1: He's a good writer. That's very best. fun stuff. Let's. Fun. Fun stuff.
0: He also makes music. Check out his debut album. So much for All In Day's work, uh, which you could find a link to in the description as well as a link to my debut EP, Pounder Monkey. Um, Check that out. It's in there as well. Uh, There's more. There's more. There's more. I'm pretty sure there's one big one. (laughs)
1: Patreon.com
0: slash every album ever. It's our bread and butter. It's where we need the most help, and uh, we love you guys for for hanging out with us there. You can find bonus episodes. You get to see our schedules in advance. You get to vote on polls to decide who we cover next. You get to join our Discord, be a part of our community, just like Cole, um, as well as suggest our shorter EAE singles episodes. We pull them all from Discord directly, and if you're Tier 2, if you're Tier 2, you're bigger than Jesus, then you can suggest these long episodes, just like Cole did. Uh, These are harder to do. They take more time therefore we have to up the a, a little bit mm-hmm. yeah that's just that's uh, just fair but go there if you want to do that thank you and thank you and, and thank
1: you and let me give a shout out to chase who told me he this pledged to the tier of lemmy killmeister's Mole. hell yeah hell oh, yeah yeah chase thank you buddy that that's, guy makes rad art i've seen it. it's very good it's very damn good gave us little comics hell yeah very good the, very talented man very,
0: but also that—that that is like that is ultimate cool fan tier because that is unnecessary. You don't get any extra perks for being
1: one a, 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 of Let Me Kill Monsters' moles. You get you sh- shout outs and praises from me, and I'll put your artwork on my walls in my home,
0: and I'll think about you at night. That's all. That's all we can yes. do. Uh, so, thank you so much for that. Hell yes, and. I think that's about
1: it for the plugs. Hell yeah. Well, we gonna wrap it. What we gonna wrap it with? You know, you like this band more than I do. I, I do. I, I don't I'm, even like them enough to fight for us. Like, whatever you want, that's appropriate. I wonder what it is I want. I don't even know. Probably some dog shit from Starless. <laughs> It's not dog shit. It's good, Alex.
0: They're good songs. You need
1: to give it a tenth. So, people in the comments let us know what you people probably hate up. this I'm about to hate this up I'm stupid I don't fucking know I liked it whatever fuck you guys <laughs> one of us is wrong and it's gonna be fun to find out who oh uh, shit
0: uh, this is tough this Is tough. you know what I'm gonna do
1: what are you gonna do
0: I'm going go Lula
1: oh thank you we go going Lula Hell what yeah. a sweet boy oh yeah that- what a nice boy so thank you so much for listening and watching see ya